0: Hi Bex, it's really nice to be here outside with you today. Hello,
1: it's lovely to be sat outside in Forest School and it's, that's very timely because we're thrilled to be joined by Catherine Ensby. So Catherine is an outdoor learning teacher and runs a school farm which we're going to talk more about. Hi Catherine, thank you for joining us. Hi. Hi, thank you so much for talking to us today. So this is, I was just saying to Becky before we, before we um, got in touch that this is going to be right up Becky street because Becky's always in the outdoors, <laughs> aren't you Becky? So, so could you start off, Catherine, by telling us from, from your perspective why, why is it important to be outdoors? What is the importance of learning in an outdoor environment?
2: So I um, live in an area, I'm lucky I live in quite a um, leafy area, but we are right near... Heathrow Airport so um, our children who I work with at school don't have a massive naturally in the outdoors Um, you can go to beautiful places but their commute to school and things like that is quite urban Mm. and I really am passionate that I don't see how children are supposed to learn if they don't experience things I know we have amazing technology these days but when we're just looking at something on the screen it's not real and I think they need to experience what things feel like smell like feel what it's like to be a bit cold or a bit muddy or a bit wet um, in order to be able to then translate that back into their actual learning and I'm lucky enough that I
0: get to do that as my job. I t- that's a really good point, isn't mm, it? Because absolutely. because I think if you don't experience something, it's quite difficult to understand it, especially as a child. The more experiences we can get, the more those connections are made, aren't mm. they? And actually, the more understanding we have. So, yeah. Yeah, and like it, you well.
1: said, Catherine, it's also, it's such a multi-sensory experience, mm. isn't it, when you're outside? So there are different totally. yeah, different things to anchor your learning to. So, yeah, no, that, that makes perfect sense. And you, we mentioned about the, the school far and um, can you tell us a bit about that and how it works for you
2: Yeah, so I was contacted by a local primary school just to give them some advice about keeping some chickens or some goats or something um, my father has a farm and um, I was talking to my dad and I said really children should be having this um, as their experience um, they should be actually submerged into farm life
0: yeah. and, um,
2: So. He said, "Well, go on then, do it." So I approached <laughs> the school, and we converted a barn into a classroom. Wow. And the children come down to me. So we do have some chickens and some goats um, on site at the school. Where the children come down to me on a minibus for a whole day, and they get to see whatever's going on on the farm, whether it be lambing or if the cattle are in the fields. They've they've seen haymaking and things like that. But they spend the day with me, and um, they meet the donkeys and the ponies, and they get to brush them and handle them. Um, and we go out and we walk around by the rivers and the lakes and we look at nature. We really adapt our learning to whatever's going on
1: in the natural world at that time, the seasons and things like that it's just amazing isn't it we've so we already said to
0: you we want to come for a visit Catherine. that's just like amazing You're welcome what, anytime. <laughs> what an opportunity mm. for children to actually spend that whole day completely immersed and like you say the the curriculum on that day is like what's happening isn't yes. it there and then so yes. i know when we were yeah. we were chatting before you said the children actually go into the stream don't they yeah they do i mean
2: we we have um we have a a cut that comes through the farm which is taken from the river cole and it's nice and shallow and the children always wear wellingtons Um, in the summer they're obviously in shorts um the water always goes into their wellingtons they're really on their feet to stop them standing on stones or anything else unpleasant that might be in the water um i know it's clean water because it's full of fish and other Um, creatures, you know, we've got an awful lot of damselflies and dragonflies and things like that, so we know it's clean it's a regularly monitored strip of water and we give them a plastic sieve from a well-known very cheap pound shop (laughs) Uh, and um, they have a plastic sieve and they just push it in underneath the reeds and things like that and they catch fish and the wonderment on a child's face when they pull a sieve out from a clump of green round the edge of a stream and they find they've got a bullhead or a minnow or a stickleback or a frog or something like that is really quite
1: incredible. I just, I'm just thinking, as a speech and language therapist, Catherine, I'm just thinking of the language and the communication opportunities that, you know, there's so much vocabulary that the children are going to be yeah. learning. And like you said right at the start, in a, in a real environment. So when they're understanding about, you know, more more advanced concept like smells and you know something that you can't necessarily see but you can experience to, to to be immersed in that i think is such a rich opportunity do you do you have many children that come through with, with perhaps communication difficulties do you see that when you're on the yeah. farm yeah and, and yeah, we
2: do i mean i have to say that um when i have the children at the farm we bring a whole class so the classes a diverse mix of abilities mm-hmm. and I never have any problems with any children because they all want to be there to start yes. off with. So you know that they're all learning because they're all engaged. Um, we have, we have, we are not a special needs school, but like any school, we have children that have different um, needs mm. and learning um, issues. Um, but we've had amazing success. We had a child who was um, six, and they'd never spoken in school, mm. and they spoke to one of the ponies. They spoke to one of the ponies. Wow. Aww teacher actually burst into tears Mm. because the child said i love you to the pony and i didn't i didn't actually know this child on a one-to-one basis so i didn't realize that it was quite so monumental Mm. um but the children i mean the the fish and things like that they they don't talk to the fish when we do bug hunting they have been known to ask to keep a slug as a pet (laughs) and carry it around and call it brian
0: (laughs) that's That's a a good name for a slug i (laughs) like that
2: exactly but when they're with the we always talk to them about you know use kind hands kind feet and kind voices and tell them about yourself and children who really are I wouldn't say they've got learning needs they just are very very quiet children Mm. they will chat away to the ponies and tell them anything and I do sometimes take the animals into school if we've got particular issues with um a child who's got uh, maybe a bereavement or something like that Mm. and they need someone to talk to I also have a dog um who i take into school and we use her in the same way that you know there are some children who just need something warm to cuddle and just tell their secrets to or their worries to sort of thing um, but when we're in the river mm. say or with the animals i'm always questioning them and saying so what does the water feel like yeah you think of an adjective for that yeah so when they go back to school and they have to do a piece of creative writing they've experienced yes that. they know what a shiny babbling brook
0: Yes, yeah. It's, it's
1: huge. Isn't on it? a
0: screen, they don't. Yeah, I think I think absolutely. holistically, yeah. it covers
1: everything. Yes, doesn't it, it does. It? Because yeah. you're
0: covering, like, say, some like learning intentions that you want to, but you're also covering that child, like, for themselves and letting them completely be themselves. And you are communicating where they're at. So, yeah. and they're knowing, you know, that actually there is. Learning and understanding—it is that thing about just really knowing that they matter, isn't it? That this whole day—I yeah, mean, yeah, gosh, yeah. imagine if they had more than a day. Yeah. like <laughs> yeah. we need a yeah. we need a residential for a also, week.
2: Yeah. Sometimes children, they, 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 when they leave the farm, they are
0: tired and dirty. Yeah. Uh,
2: I've got a, a motto outside my classroom that says, um, "The mud will wash off, but the memories will last a lifetime." Yeah. And um. I think that's very true because they leave us and they are genuinely tired they've walked further than they probably normally walk they've been out in the fresh air far longer than they normally would we've eaten outdoors and things like that but they go home and they the following year they come back for their next trip and they've remembered everything from the previous oh. trip and that's not down to me as a teacher that's down to the fact that they've experienced it i don't think you could say that about lessons always that are taught
0: in a classroom that children no. remember them no long term well you yeah you can't can you because because actually it's a, it's a different kind of learning isn't it it's in enc- it's enveloping the whole child and everything that's going and i think probably you know it part it, a lot of it is down to you Catherine, for being an amazing teacher but i also, think actually understanding that. yeah it yeah. is it's that
1: facilitating because you have got that environment but there's there's an awful lot of thought that goes behind that experience the children but it's also a knowing when to step back isn't it and allowing the children just to experience things that they want and then when you need to perhaps do a little bit of that slightly more formal teaching, um, but I suppose that's what the outdoor gives you, isn't it? It gives you more freedom to, to allow for that child led. Well, I always see children, and it
2: changes in front of your eyes. Yes, it? I'm sorry, it changes. You know, you could be walking along the path, and we're walking along, and maybe we're looking at but birds because it's springtime, and suddenly you'll see something completely that's yeah. nothing to do with birds in springtime. And you stop and say, Oh, it's Langley Hall Primary Academy, and the head teacher is very much, yes, academic is extremely important, but actually children experiencing so many different things, whether it be outdoor learning or music or swimming or whatever, Mm. but it's really important that these children have a big cross-curricular experience, and I, I totally agree with that. You know, I'm lucky enough to do what I do, but I think the children look back on it when they are older and say well when I was at
1: primary school yeah. I got to do this and yeah. it, it, you would remember that wouldn't you you would you remember, would remember that. those yeah, days yeah yeah my primary
0: school was like that and we yeah. had a lot of outdoor learning and I yeah. remember it and it influences what I do today absolutely so I think, oh it's
1: amazing yeah I think oh,
0: amazing Catherine. that you can have all those experiences outside yeah. and that whole, um, how fantastic that you've got a head that is really understanding yes. that and these children are thriving through that. That's fantastic, yeah, Catherine. absolutely. So, Catherine, we could chat to you all day. Yeah. <laughs> it just we'd love to. But, um, but we, yeah, we'll have to come down and find yes, you. Definitely. and then then yeah, then do a, do, a, do a podcast yeah. on the farm. Yeah. So, so, if anybody wanted some more information, which I'm sure they, they would love to have some more information, where would they find you? Um, well, they can email
2: me. Um, my email is Catherine CatherineEllensby, C-T-H-E-R-I-N-E, E-N-S-B-Y at
0: hotmail.com oh that's lovely so so yeah any questions or anything like that please do email catherine that's that's fantastic and as always if you wanted to be on a podcast with us or you wanted to get in touch with me or bex it's rebecca at thrivinglanguage.co.uk and you can find all about about us on www thrivinglanguage.co.uk so oh Catherine it's been so nice speaking thank with you today thank you so today. much
1: Catherine and uh, yeah we, no, look, we look forward to visiting the farm <laughs> yeah we do take care <laughs> thank, you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> thank you bye 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 bye